You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Comedy Central. Emailed from a listener. We are the People's Podcast. And if you see some shit you think we should be talking about, I'll read the shit on the show. Thank you, Alex. Now hiring. The former chief of police in Wahoo, Nebraska, abruptly resigned after body cam footage showed him having sex with a woman who had called the police to her home. What? Damn. Now, the patrol investigation is looking into it, but they are saying that the woman has suggested it was consensual. She called the police about an estranged boyfriend. Chief! Farrell responded to the call like the hero he was. Farrell? His name is Farrell. Farrell, whatever. Okay. Mm. Help police my strange boyfriend tripping. And Officer Farrell shows up. What do you need, ma'am? And she said, never mind. Let's bang. No! Now, resigned Mm. after the body cam footage was, you know, resulted from an investigation, presumably from that estranged boyfriend. Hold up, bro. The issue is he kept on the body cam. Hey, while he went, I'm a hero. I cannot take off all of my uniform. And as a hero, we got to do this. I just got to pull it out, and I got to, you know. Matter of fact, you can't get naked either. Let me just hit it from around the corner. You don't. Am I wrong for giving him props in this situation for proper uses of a body cam? Is that that right? Cody's most outstanding. When Alex sent this to me, the best part of it is that this officer has been a police officer for almost 25 years. He transferred to the city of Wahoo in 2017. And at the time, Wahoo did not make their officers wear body cams because of budget issues. But it was Chief Farrell himself who forced the city council to re-implement body cameras on all of his officers, the same body camera that fucking betrayed him (laughs) and showed him having sex with the citizen. So wait a minute, when you wear body cam, it's just automatically always on? And you can't, you cannot delete it. You can't turn it off. There's a pin code to keep you from, he tried to delete it, but I guess he know, how you chief of police and don't know the pin code to the body cam?
My name is Will. This is my job. Here. Man, oh man. I'm sad. This is the last trip around the block for Women's Week, man. That is a sad man, reason to be sad in Celebrated I women do agree. week after week. Going anywhere, man. boy? Why are you sad? Well, we gotta get to. I mean, I feel like on this show, it's been five weeks, Jacqueline. We, yeah, there's been a lot of women. But you know, I've had fun. A lot of dope women, though. A lot Amazing of dope women. women a lot of dope women. And today we have a theme as Straight well. Straight up and down. Funny women, because we got we got serious last week. Yes. With the social justice, as as we should have. Yes. You know, but like you said last week, mm-hmm. JG, this is sad. It was. Why are these people not getting this? Sad? Don't sound like that. Why do you always? <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna laugh a little bit today. But yes. first, we got to get into that last song, you know. And this this last one, you know, the final song of Women's Week. I dedicate to every single woman that called in during Women's History Month. Oh, God. nice. You know, nice. Layla with the shoes. That's... You know, yeah. Big Dick Shoe Layla. Oh. You know. <laughs> Mm. Nina mm. with the scams of diversity and equity. The homie Natalie mm-hmm. with the daycare over there in Birmingham. Yes. Shout out Pam, Pam Yang, who had an incredible yes. interview. Janice Diaz, I got to shout out Doc Diaz. Don't forget Butt Naked Rita. Oh, yeah. Butt Naked Rita was on. Beautiful. Butt Naked Rita was good. True. All of the women that fueled the job fair. Mm-hmm. Wonderful guests. Top to bottom, mm. Whitney talking to us about the digital marketing, and of course, all our people last week. This song is for y'all. Man, I was coming out the Walgreens the other night, man, picking me up my prescription, some Bengay, some Doritos. And I look across the street, man, I seen this gorgeous woman, briefcase, cell phone, had one of them spaceship cars, that Tesla. I, it was two in the morning, but I couldn't resist saying something to her. I had to, I had to say something. That's what I said. I seen a lady. Walking on down the street, looked so successful, I knew that we had to meet, yelled out hello, she started walking faster, I started running too, cause I had to catch her, she was running too quick, man that girl was gone, she got in the car, I got in the cab, and I followed her to her home, I know you're a little nervous Miss Lady, but I just wanted to just tell you happy women's month, I said hey, pretty lady, pretty lady, I'm outside in your bushes. Come outside so we can show you some love. <laughs> Say hey, pretty lady. Sweet mama. I'm outside in your bushes. <laughs> under the car. She's a W-I-M-M-M-E-N. She's a W-I-M-M-M-E-N. And I'm in your bushes. I'm in your bushes. Just want to show some love. And that's where's my hood. Left your work ID on the front seat. Now I know. Your place of employment. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was we yeah. We gotta get clearance from Viacom yeah. and Paramount. <laughs> yeah, that was like inspired by Cameo, Jack. You know? That was inst- inspired by Stalking 101. No, I'm in your bushes. It? The police are coming. Get under your car. 
Is no one listening to the lyrics but me? I don't see what the problem is with this one. I, I, I felt like it was lyrical. It was lyrical genius, personally, man. I felt like it was coming from a real personal place <laughs> um, for your appreciation of women. What is wrong with looking in a woman's car and finding her work ID and cross-referencing that on Facebook and finding her place of employment and showing up <laughs> at her place of employment uninvited to say hello? What's wrong with it? It's called stalking. We accept feedback on this show. Speaking yes. of feedback, RoyceJobFair at gmail.com. We do encourage you to say hello, write and, you know, rate and review the show, of course. But I know Hayat found one or two emails. She wanted to, um, what do they say in the corporate world, Hayat? I wanted to move these to the top of your inbox. I wanted to amplify this conversation. <laughs> Passive aggressive. Uh-huh. Yeah. All those things are relevant. So, yes. We've got a couple... Folks, I mean, I know, JG, you're not a fan of the song, but there are women's out there that are appreciating these tracks. No, 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 I like the songs, Hayat, I promise you. It's just the $20 threshold is my issue, but go ahead. Should, should, then what's the price point for a man to be able to watch you breastfeed? If the issue is $20. <laughs> are we having this conversation? There's no price point. There, be a, there is no price yeah, point for feet? these things. <laughs> They're weird. I said fifty dollars. There we go. Thank See, you. Inflation. All, all right. That's the rate you, of inflation. Fifty dollars. <laughs> there you go. So now we have a number. That's important. Who's in the inbox? Okay, so we have a note from Jocelyn. And she says, the song is awesome. Did Roy record multiple tracks in advance or was he singing live over a pre-recorded track? How long did it take to make this song? As a women's, I have thoroughly enjoyed the songs. Please keep it up. Thank you, Jocelyn. Way too much credit to the production budget of this program. (laughs) So wait a minute. What's the answer though, Roy? How long did it take? These songs take 30 minutes at best. I'd I'd pick four or five beats that Uh I think are catchy. And then when I'm walking with the boy to school, I just listen to and I just scab it out. Okay, yeah, that's catchy. I'll write something to that. Uh-huh. And then I sit in front of my laptop in 20 minutes. It's done. There's no remastering. There's no vocal. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for that inquiry. I'm sorry that I wasn't able to give you more of an inter- Well, you know, the inspiration for everyone. No. Can I say something uplifting and something that's marginally creepy but not criminal? Uh-huh. As to not discuss Jacqueline, you know, I've been suspended enough and I've gotten in enough trouble that I've learned where the line is. Hey, got what, what? Is there anybody else? Yes, we've got some fan mail uh, for the whole team Aww. from Ariana Jane. She says, love, love, love the show. I found out about the job fair on Valentine's Day. Shout out to Rod, really? actually, and caught up. I'm honestly kind of sad I binged it because y'all are a riot. I really appreciate the pro-black and pro-POC inclusion as well as the help and just how informative y'all are. Roy, I'm a fan man. You tactfully and honestly tackle all the walks of life without cancel culture trying to come for you. You learned your lessons once and fast and are careful to make sure that those stay Like mistakes. I said, multiple suspicions. <laughs> Ralph. <laughs> My fellow cannabis connoisseur, you are an awesome addition. I look forward to hearing your opinions and realness about stuff some people are scared to touch on because it might hurt someone's feelings while also being tactful. Thank you for being unapologetically black. 
and Miss Jacqueline, the white blood cells of the show. You are such an amazing role model. You come with facts and are so genuinely real. Your beautiful heart is more needed in this world, as well as your devotion to no dating and to your faith <laughs> and <just> education. <laughs> A true black queen. Thank you. <laughs> That was a low key dude. That was low key slick, Ariana. Your devotion to no dating? Let's unpack that. She's saying that Jacqueline is not going to break her her sex fast for some chump. (gasps) It's got to be for somebody worthwhile. She protects her peace. Be quiet, Jacqueline. I'm telling everybody what you think. Because I don't. Needs by that. that we gotta get to these funny women let's get into cody's most outstanding employee of the week so got a shout out down south georgia girl for this one this is one that i thought was really crafty because they going straight from gas pump four men were arrested in florida where they had figured out a way to install a device that allows them to alter the price of the gas at the huh. gas pump. Uh-huh. That's fine. It's called a fuel pulsar manipulation device. I have no idea what the fuck that means. All I know is that. Hey, spell that. Spell, spell that. Fuel, spell, spell. I don't I'm know. I'm sorry. Fuel pulsar. That's Rhonda. And it literally converts the amount of gas coming through the pump into a price on the screen. So you basically are changing the price of the gas in real time. So you could basically like Jedi mind trick a gas pump, motherfucker, 30 cents a gallon. And it just starts pumping gas at 30 cents a gallon. And so, you know, as these prices rise and corporations blame it on Russia and they try to blame it on, well, there's no more Russian oil, so we got to raise the gas price. Y'all use anything happening in the world to justify fleecing regular people because it's regular middle class. Rich people ain't complaining about gas. This is a middle class and lower class Mm -hmm. issue. It raises the cost of public transportation or a lot of companies start cutting routes. They cut bus routes because it's not enough gas. So who the fuck is that? Who the fuck? Yeah, cut flights or jack the price up of the fucking flights. You motherfucker. Expensive. Yes. So anytime I read a story about anyone that is liberating petroleum from its corporate capitalistic Mm. captors. I celebrate and applaud them. And to my four brothers out there in Florida that's going to jail for for nigger rigging a gas pump, you only do two days. What? The day you go in and the day you come out. Keep your head up. That's it. What are you talking about? You all are all. Cody's most outstanding employee of the week. I think we need to read frame Cody's most outstanding because you and I have a difference in opinion on what outstanding means. Why should we have to reframe that? I, I I feel as though if you get two votes out of three, then something is right. And in this one, I'm on Roy's side. Give these cats. No democracy here. Jacqueline, who I know you're an executive producer. You don't have to pull that card. <laughs> <laughs> Worse than first time. It's where we invite people on this show to share. Ma, can you call Kiko? This is this is why I like this show. It's just chaos. Fuck a mute button. We just we just do what we want. Our guests don't wait for intros. Like this, 
Like, remember when my uncle Derek was ordering Popeyes by Jack? Yo, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about that. What you not gonna do is compare me to your uncle ordering chicken. You ain't gonna do that. <laughs> the voice you hear, JG. Tell the people who this is. It is the wonderful and beautiful Kiana Dancy. She's here with us. Hi. Hey, and it's the Kiana Dancy. One and only. Hey, family. Absolutely. Now, you wear a lot of hats, Kiana. You know, <laughs> you've hosted talk shows. You have hosted television shows. You have done comedy all over the hemispheres of this fine planet. Take us back to that time pre-comedy, friend. Take us back to that time before you were the Kiana Dancy. Take us back to the time before you were co-hosting Sister Circle Live on TV One. Take us back to the times before BET, before you was gallivanting on Netflix. Come on. Take us back to that time when that check engine light was on and then the amber glow of that low gas meter illuminated your beautiful face as those tears trickled down as you wondered, how the fuck am I going to get home? My house is 20 minutes away. I got 10 minutes worth of vapors left in this gas tank. You know, I don't remember ever being that broke, but listen, let me see. (laughs) Because I'm sitting on a cool million dollars at least. You hear me? If I Mm. ever got that broke, I'm going to sell some. I don't sell it, but I don't give it away either. (laughs) So I'll even go further than that. My worst job. You want to know what my worst job was? Roy and Friends. I was the taco at Taco Bell. You hear me? I was a taco. Promise you. I was a taco at Taco Bell. And my mother had came up to the job one day looking for me. I don't know why she came up there. And she was like, where's Kiana? And I got a black mama. I mean, like a real black mama. Like, you don't, the kind of mama, you don't put her baby in a taco suit on the corner kind of mama. So my mother was like, where's Kiana? And everybody was too scared to tell my mother that I was on the corner in the taco suit doing this. And so yes, your job for eight hours a day in the southern heat is to dance happily. I don't know if I worked for eight hours. I was a I was a child. I was probably sixteen in a taco suit. Okay, I feel like you're judging me, but I got my money. I got my hair done. No, I got this, my is, this, done. This, this is a program that respects people who works in food services because if, if you try to say something bad about you, bottom Roy cut you with a golden corral badge. So I was can't a taco, bad about a taco suit. Yes, and I was a Waffle House hostess. But, you know, once I went to college and I, um, I graduated from college, I worked for Sony. And then from Sony, as a territory manager, I went to work for Samsung. I was a regional manager. And then when they laid me off, and I already knew that they was going to lay me off. Because my boss had called me and said they had saw me on Who's Got Jokes. And I was like, that wasn't me. Baby, that man took a screenshot. <laughs> he took a screenshot. Wow. And he was like, and that was before we had like camera phones. He was like, oh, so this ain't you? He emailed it to me. I was like, well, I mean, I guess I, guess. Mm. I was there on the weekend, you know. So he, oh, um, yeah, he you told, must have had some dreams. Them dreams. I messed about up. You. Don't you be at work having dreams? Don't be trying to plan no future that's outside of us. But I'll be honest with you. Um, he was a brother. He knew that I would be okay. And he let off. He laid off 15% of the team. And I was one of them. Gave me a beautiful package. And um, mm-hmm. from there, I packed up my bags and moved to L.A. Tell us about this book. Because the thing that I've always respected about you is that entertainment in general, just being in the entertainment industry in general, period, full stop, is stressful. The stress never leaves. 
it ebbs and flows. There's high tides, there's low tides, there's harvest, and then there is famine. Like that's, that's just the oscillation of our career. But every time that I've ever seen you and been around you, I have never felt a sense of dread or concern. And I know it is, it's there for a lot of us. How do you manage? What is your secret to that? on the day to day, just for the people out there that are, you know, we talk a lot on the show about pivoting into what you really want to do. And you know, that shit is fucking horrific and scary. You got pushed out the door because they fucked around and what, what the fuck is the Korean television company doing watching BT on a Tuesday night? Anyway, who snitched on you? Listen, how do you maintain that positivity and Talk about that as and you know, segue that into your into your new book. Tell us about the book. Bye bye. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm gonna tell you, my secret is a pocket full of mustard seeds. That's all you need. You need a pocket full of mustard mm. seeds. I believe mm. so wholeheartedly and so blindly that I will be okay because I'm covered. Now let me tell you something. I, I always tell people this: I'm saved, but I'm savage. I've been through it. You know what I'm saying? I've been through mm. it. I've been through the mud. I've been, you know, lied to, mistreated, lied on. I've been um, denied the opportunities that I knew was mine. Even for Sister Circle, I did not know the Sister Circle was coming to an end. Let's be clear. I celebrated second mm-hmm. season. I'm popping bottles. I, I, I'm, I'm turning up. I took second season promo shots thinking that I was going to be there for them wow. to tell me, yeah. oh, by the way, uh, we were new but you're not coming. What? Mm. So even on that day, when I had that conversation, I knew that I would be okay. See, a little bit of faith go a long, 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 long way. Mm -hmm. A long, long Mm -hmm. way. And while I was sitting on Sister Circle, I invested in a company called CPR, Cell Phone Repair. My family and I bought into this company. And I I, I did not know that Sister Circle was coming to an end. But what I did know was I didn't want to be 60, 70 years old having to do tours or having to do comedy club Mm -hmm. runs. So I knew Mm. that the one thing that I I do know about people who are wealthy. They have seven or more streams of income. Seven or more streams. So I knew that I'm not going to be the one out here with caught with a pants down. It's a good view. But I need to make sure okay. that I got some money. You hear me? And then, you know, that's what I do. Like, I'm still like, I am a, I am one of two black women that owns within a company. There's black women that owns, but it's with their right. husbands. The second black woman that owns within the company without a husband is my mother. So we own this, you know, CPR cell phone repair in Duluth, Georgia. Um, My mother, my brother, and myself. And as I was, you know, going through the process of building this business and building my empire, right, I realized that there were some things that I could talk to people about because I'm not the only one that has been through some things. The name of the book is called Bye Bye Bags, Laughing to Lighten the Load. I'm going to repeat it. Bye-bye bags, laughing to lighten the load. And what that? What does that mean? Um, I'll be honest. I got the bags under my eyes removed. I pulled the clock mm. back, and I'm laying in my bed. I was like, yes, God, I'm going to be cute. Oh, I can't wait to take these bags off. <laughs> I'm going to be cute. I'm going to be young. And God whispered in my ear. He said, yes, baby girl, you're going to be cute, and you're going to be young. You're going to look pretty on the outside, but you got to fix that inside. Wait a minute. Mm. Who you call an ugly God? And he said, you, as clear as day. So I knew that I had some things that I had to unpack. So as I'm laying in my bed, I I told my mother, I said, come upstairs. I had to bribe her. You had to bribe your mama with some chicken. So I said, come upstairs, mama. I got something for you. (laughs) 
going to feed you. I wanted her to write down three things. One thing that reminds me of insecurity. One thing that reminded me of a shortcoming. And one thing that reminded me of a failure. And those things, I lost my dream job. I'm a child molestation survivor. And I was in a long-term relationship that did not turn into marriage. Those are the three things that I was carrying around in my bags that showed up in every relationship and in the room sometimes before I even got there. So as mm. I was writing down those three things, when I was able to get up, I wrote, I tore it up. And as I tore it up, and when I was done with that, I burnt it up because I never want nice. to be held captive or hostage by anything that reminded me of my failures, shortcomings, or insecurities. I'm done. Ooh. And from there, mm. it turned into a book. So my thing is, we all have baggage. We all been through some things. We all struggle mm-hmm. with some things. We all have our own insecurities. But you got to make a decision that that is not going to hold you back. Yes. And that tells me. So during 2020 and 2021, I mean, there was a lot of things. I had to pivot. I wasn't able to get on the road like I wanted to. I'm not able to mm-hmm. eat like I wanted to. We actually opened our business in 2019. I'm, I'm sorry, 2020, in the middle of the pandemic. We opened our CPR mm. cell phone repair doors in 2020. And guess what? Mm-hmm. We're still here. We're here. Mm. Congratulations. Right now, two years, almost website, two years later. Come on. The website is kianadancy.com. I know yes. some of our listeners may not know how to spell Kiana. It's in the description of the episode. You can look oh, at it right it's there. Okay, because I was born in the 70s. You need somebody. Yeah, K I A N A Dancy, C I E. When I say I love oh. you and I'm happy for your friend, Thank I you, love you too. so much for coming on because oh. everything that you've done. And then on top of that, she didn't even mention this third. We ain't even got time to get into some Negroes broke into the goddamn store during the pandemic. <laughs> trying to steal. This is where we fix the phones. These phones don't even fucking work, motherfucker. How you going to break in and fix this, though? Who break in and steal broken self? Fuck you, Atlanta. I'm so you disgusting. know them N-words. <laughs> Without <laughs> a mask. This is the only time it's acceptable to rob, to walk around looking like a robber. And you showed up with my business face wide open. You know what? I'm done. I, I, but God mm. is good. He protected and covered us. Amen. Because we still right. here. So and that insurance is. line doesn't hurt either. But go ahead. <laughs> or alarm mm. either, sis. <laughs> Yana, thank you so much for coming on the show, homie. Thank I love you. you. Thank you so That's much. I appreciate yeah. you and I honor you and I hope everything that you touch Aww. gets its portion of overflow and joy. Y'all be careful, okay? Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Job fair, we back in it. Women's Week. Hi, pretty lady. 
I'm outside in your bushes. How? Double entendre. I'm about to say we didn't even talk about double entendre. I love it. I'm outside in your bushes. Why didn't like like creep behavior? That never got popular in R&B. Hey, girl, I found your private Instagram, even though you didn't want me to. I found it. Hi. I found your Finsta. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part of the show that a lot of people love. It is mm-hmm. my favorite part of the program. This is a podcast that is paved in decency, but on that road to decency, this portion of the show that smoldering deer carcass that's been sitting right out there oh. in the summer heat. You see it slowly approaching. You fastly try to turn off your air condition so the stench <gasps> of dead animal doesn't fill the cabin of your wow. vehicle, but it is too late. Mm. And it is up in your nostrils. Now, we bring Rod on this program to give you topics to break the ice with co-workers of the opposite race. And Rod Will Smith slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. My idol, one of my top four comedians of all time, and I know that's what everybody's talking about, but we're going to let that situation breathe for a week or two, and then um, we'll circle back. I know Will Smith put out the apology, but um, Chris Rock is yet to say anything, and I'm not going to... We're not a breaking news podcast. We never purported ourselves to be as such, so... We'll wait for a little more information to come in. Because right now, everybody's making all the same jokes about him. He wouldn't have slept. He wouldn't have slept Dave Chappelle. Man, Jada, he ain't say nothing when somebody was having sex with Jada. So we're not going to get into that. We're not going to make the same jokes as every other podcast. So I offer you the challenge, Rod, of presenting other topics for people who are sick of talking about Will Smith and Chris Rock. And, uh, we'll go, oh, wait. First, we talk about your stand-up. Are you touring? Anytime so you are a working stand-up comedian. And um, you know, I know you do shows. Where you where you headed to? I got a nice little gig uh coming up this weekend for uh some celebrities. Oh, get him. Uh, Mr. Middleton and uh mm. Yeah, yeah. Gonna gonna do a little gig, little private little private oh. gathering of some some uh, country music superstars. Okay. And uh you know, I got a special relationship with yeah. with one country music know, superstar. Yeah. Right. So Side dude, of maybe it. maybe she'll be there. Maybe she won't. It's mm. not even a joke for the new people. For the people new mm. to the show, Rod is the side yes. dude of a major country music recording artist. <laughs> we don't know who. We don't even guess because it's more fun not knowing. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I re- like. I seriously enjoyed just watching country musicians at award shows. There's guy wonder if that's who fucking Rod. <laughs> Yo, bro, I can't wait to turn on TMZ one day and they show Ryan walking across the street with a shorty. Son, I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, Rod, uh, before we get into some topics to break the ice, I got to say um, it was a good time chopping it up with you on Uncle Rod's Story Corner. A long time coming. Thank you for oh. inviting me to be a guest on your podcast. It was pure chaos. It was outdoors. Um, <laughs> We uh, recorded the podcast on the south side of Birmingham, less than a block away from apparently a very reasonable domestic dispute. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> got their cop show. Middle up. of the recording. So swing over to Rod's feed when wow. you get a chance. And, uh, you can hear the 
play-by-play on that. Yes, t- tune into Uncle Rod's <laughs> Story Corner. The episode is called Tales from the Simp. <laughs> I was going to say it. I'm so glad you brought that title up, Brad. I was like, dog. Wow. I was so confused. Yeah, I'm an open book. Some very scary simp stories on that episode. Right. Yes. Yeah, yes. started here. <laughs> we'll leave it to you to give these folks some topics. Well, you know, the, the last couple of days, uh, the last couple of weeks, actually, there's been a lot of crazy weather mm-hmm. popping off and a uh, huge story uh, amongst white people right now. Tornado hit Elgin, mm-hmm. Texas, <clears throat> and a Chevy Silverado, like a goddamn rock, <clears throat> survived the tornado. It was also being driven by a 16-year-old. There's a video of this red pickup truck being flipped over several times on the road by a fucking tornado. Buddy somehow manages to just drive out of that shit. Almost completely unscathed. Got a couple scratches and uh, bruises on one of his arms. But yeah, there's no better commercial for a car, especially a truck, than this motherfucker can handle a haul. It flipped over a couple times in the tornado yeah. and still and he just And he just That's put it insane. in drive and continued. To, yeah, that was crazy, man. And just the most on Texas video I've ever seen. Oh, wow. Just a tornado <laughs> going across the freeway. F1. St- still, tornado's a tornado. Uh, Wow. Yeah. This dude spun. He did like the full like side spin. like And, and then it just, yeah. wow. That's youth. That's youth. Like it turned that truck every which way but loose, and my man just hit the gas and drove right out of a damn like a hydroplane. Wow. It was just like, ooh, what was that? Okay, anyway, shit like this is why white people buy pickup trucks in such a large ass number because they see shit like this and they like that wouldn't happen in a Volvo. You know what I'm right. saying? Like that, that's that's the right. only reason why the Ford F one fifty is real. You'll be surprised to you'll probably be surprised to know that the number one that's selling right. car in America. For years upon years, has been the Ford F-150. You can also write that off, but go ahead. There was another video from that same storm of a girl who got drugged across a Walmart parking lot. And she was, like, showing her. Like, she's fine. She's got some road rash. But, like, Uh tornadoes are just. That's the one thing I don't fuck with, bro. I have the utmost respect Mm -hmm. for tornadoes. Tornadoes. Like any severe dark cloud weather, like I'm on mm. the weather. I'm I listen to AM radio when I'm driving because I want to know mm-hmm. whether you half the time you still don't know what fucking county you're in if you're not from there. That is um, old school listening to AM, bro. But That's you know crazy. the trick. What I figured out from years and years on the road is that if you can go ten minutes without seeing an eighteen wheeler coming the opposite direction, there is some shit up there, and you should get oh. on the true. road. Because truckers are paid to take the risk of maybe dying through a storm or driving really? through the ice. When they get there quicker, they get a bonus. So if a trucker yeah. is pulled over, like if you start passing a bunch of trucks pulled over on the road too, get the fuck off the road, dog. Because okay. there's some right. shit up there that somebody in CB radio back to them motherfuckers mm-hmm. to let them know. Because they are willing to miss money then continue up the freeway. Mm. They like... Mm. When I see that, that's uh, that's that's not. I do not fuck with tornadoes, dog. Like, that's very real, man. My brother's a truck driver. We talk like all day, every day, mm. and yeah, he there's nothing out there 
that he doesn't have to deal with. That's like he's he, that's like the the worst part of the job to him is like he has to go to the Pacific Northwest and shit mm. like that. He has to drive up thin ass lanes of road up these winding mountains and it'd be covered Ooh. in ice and snow and it's just like I gotta get this shit there by a certain time I, I just gotta there's it. a show about that and the I like it a lot you talking about ITRO yes. truckers oh it's good that Yo, show is so good I'm on the edge yeah. of my seat there are very few things scarier in my opinion than driving a car a big car up through mountain passes and shit like that like when you drive from uh, yeah. DC to Chicago you gotta go through the Appalachians and and it is it's still the scariest ride that I've taken because like it was in the middle of winter and and you're up on the mountains and the snow is coming wind. and yeah and the trucks got that lane and the roads like wrap yeah, around man. the mountain like oh, it's, it's just all uphill and downhill in a damn mm-hmm. circle it's yeah, too it's much rough. you know what I'm saying look look right you know what I'm saying at the end of the day my man you know what I mean it, I, carpet rash over road rash any day that's all I'm saying <laughs> carpet rash over road rash any day oh all day. And you know, when you said road rash earlier, all I could think about was the old road rash video game. Oh, yeah, the motorcycle game. Bring it back. people off the game. <laughs> all right. Texas Tornado Bravery. What else we got, right? A little fun story for you. Is it sweet? It's a little oh. scary, but it's fun. There's a, a singer in Brazil, beautiful woman by the name of Vivian de Queiroz Pereira, better known by her stage name, Polka. Uh, was recently rushed to the hospital with severe stomach and chest pains. And what she found out was uh, she just had real bad gas backup in her mm-hmm. body. Yeah, she says that her and her boyfriend, she wasn't on quote-unquote farting terms with him. So she was a little too embarrassed to fart around him. So she just held the gas in. And, you know, gas doesn't dissipate. It, it stays in you. No, she's not. A lot of doctors would tell you, don't hold your gas in because if it can't come out the way it's supposed to, it just goes back and you'll start farting out of your mouth. That is true. Not good. That is true. But that's what happened to her. She held the farts too much, too long. Thought she was dying. Turns out she just needed to let loose the biggest fart. She just couldn't go out the door and get away from him. Ladies, stop holding that gas. That's the reason you fart yourselves awake every night. (laughs) How how do you spell this name, Rob? Because I'm I'm googling Brazilian mouth fart and nothing's coming. How do you spell? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, be careful with that. There is a category of porn called Brazilian fart porn. Don't get in over your damn right, head. Right. But uh, yeah. Polka, I think P-O-C-A-H. It's is too late. Stage. I'm looking at Brazilian polka. fart porn. You weren't lying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I ain't mad at your life. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Not me. Shout out to Matt Davis. He turned me on to it. <laughs> oh, I have a question. <laughs> I have a oh question my. because you all have flown long distances overseas or whatever. What do you do with your flatulence then when you're stuck on a plane? I'm always letting loose. I don't care where I am or who I'm Sometimes with. I, I try fart. to. I I'll tell you the strategy, JG, for the silent fart. You got to plant one butt cheek really hard and then scoot mm-hmm. to the side and kind of it kind of open your booty cheek open in your pants Just a enough. little bit. Just and then instead of slowly. and then instead of brap, 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 you get zap, 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 zap. <laughs> mm-hmm. never mind. You get that what good, like you just popped open a real fizzy coke. Yeah, <laughs> I, I okay. Look at her; she's a gorgeous woman. It's probably only like three spoonfuls of beans, and then them farts ready to come out. She's like, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh my god, 
Ladies don't hold it in. There's a woman farting to blow out birthday candles. This Brazilian fart porn is wild. So wait a minute. Last question. So when is the threshold of I can have flatulence around you? Because I don't understand that. Why would she hold it in around him? Well, I mean, you know, people are, are, you know, you you raise women to, that's a part of being ladylike, so to speak. Like, you raise women to not do that, and women internalize that, and they grow up, you know, not wanting to fart or poop. When there's a Please. man around, especially a man they That's like, stupid. which is flawed. I don't, as fuck. I don't, I don't support those type of shafts. Thank shaffles. you. That's stupid. Go to the bathroom. So when can a so, woman f- fart around you, right? First date, second first date. date. They want. She have to boot. Does they want. Does she have to do the booty whisper, or can she snare drum that shit? Oh no, let it, let it fly. You know, I mean, like no, nobody like farting is still considered rude and mixed company. Uh, or just you know when anybody's around, so I understand you not just farting like a damn moose, right? All day around me, something in a but Don't be you know if, just let one slip out, let it you know silent. It stinks. We laugh about it. You know, it's cool. Go take a shit. I don't care. I actually Ooh. got a groove on that. Right? I want you to be calm. One of, one of the bonding cores of me and my daughter, bro, was our love of fart jokes, and uh, you know, yeah. I. I, I Nothing funny. Nothing funnier. I agree. We got this little. Uh, it's called. We picked it up at Walmart. It's called a fart ninja. You and it walk when you. It's got a little <laughs> photosensitive thing. So when people walk by it, it just mm-hmm. farts. It just, <laughs> it's hilarious. That's I love cute. it, man. I, I That's love cute. It. Now, now what about you, Roy? When does she pass gas? Jacqueline, I'm down a Brazilian fart porn rabbit hole right now. <laughs> and. Kind of checked out of this conversation. <laughs> Why don't you bring this stuff to the table, Rod? Opening Why some tabs. Hey, listen. He, I didn't ask him to Google it that way. He got himself That's to right. that point without me. Right. Opening tabs that I will be circling back to at the conclusion of this taping. She blew out her birthday. Hey, hey man, at it. Do you understand the propulsion? <laughs> And that's methane. That can catch fire. It takes skill to use gas to put out a flight. So leave it to ride to make gas gaslight and a fart sound like that's it should fine. be in the Olympics. Yeah, I'm saying. That's exactly uh, what you just did. I used to watch Beekman's World. I know Stop I playing. know what's up with gas. Sorry. His podcast Beekman's World. It's Uncle Rod Story Corner. <laughs> you can get it wherever you get this podcast, right? Good luck with your country music side chick. I hope that her husband is not there to fight you oh. and that this whole gig is not a setup. All right, wow. Rod. Thank you, Rod. Bless up. Bless up. And uh, welcome to the world of Brazilian now, I'll report back. I don't know if this is the thing. <laughs> no. See, I, I don't get to talk to my friends often on this show. We are the People's Podcast, RoyceJoffairGmail.com, if you want to be a part of the show. Um, I've tried, well, see, I've tried my best third to not exploit my Rolodex and just call a bunch of people, hey, man, you want to do a podcast? But there's just certain people that are just electric and chaotic. Mm. And mm. funny, and this sincere. woman, I, w- I was, <laughs> I would say, at home, brother, at home, at home, they would, they would just simply say, she must be like that, young. She must be like that. And yeah. and and it's and it's 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 dope that we end Women's History Month with this woman. 
Because she is a women's. Mm. <laughs> of the highest order. And sometimes she likes women's. Mm. I ain't here to tell a business because she put that on her Instagram on a regular basis. Yeah. And fine women's at that, bro. Ooh. I ain't going to even lie. Ooh. Fine women's. She is mm. a wonderful, wonderful comedian. <laughs> From the DMV. Paris Sachet. How are you doing, friend? Hey man, thanks yeah. for having me. Listen, that was hilarious. I'm like, I, I like the women all the time. <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> she said, let me clear that up right now. He said sometimes. No, I like them all the time. Most of the time. See, we just had Kiana Dancy on earlier, and that's the homie. And you know, there's just something about being a black woman in stand-up comedy that there is a certain level of bullshit that you already have to deflect as a black woman, period. Mm-hmm. All the time. Period. period full stop. Then, mm. if you're black, there's a layer of drama. If you're a female, there's a layer of drama. Mm-hmm. You add gay, that's the trifecta. Paris. <laughs> Paris, check them three boxes of stress. Then you enter into a male dominated industry mm-hmm. where men do nothing but ask you for some, ask you for some taco. After every t- is that an appropriate word, Jacqueline? You, you yes. just ditch your HR head Jacqueline. tilt. Yes. It is an industry wroth with discrimination and sexual harassment. And, yeah. you know, we, we, we talk about doing scam, you know, the scam of the week portion of the show. Now, you can talk about any scam you've seen run, any dirt you didn't seen did, but... <laughs> Just without naming names, just give me give me some of the worst treatment you've received from male comedians within our industry. Mm. Because because when we talk about scams, third, it's only fair that I call out my own industry Mm. for a little bit of the bullshit that be going on. It do be a lot of bullshit going on, but I like to think that I don't have to deal with a lot of it because I think they look at me and they like it's easier women to take advantage of. Unfortunately. Yeah, you got an energy where like motherfucker, I got a jab. Yeah. So it's like they'll right. sit next to me and talk crazy, but it's like they gonna censor it while I'm right there. And then what they say after, they don't have nothing to do with me. But right then and there, I feel like I get like uncle respect as a woman. <laughs> yep. Still yep. uncle respect. <laughs> do, do you think being gay is part of it or do you get the niggas that go, my dick is the magic dick that'll bring you back to heterosexuality? I, mean, I think all men think they have the magic dick. They just we think do. they like... We do. Respect yeah, you. I, I think just... that's... They, if... I, I know. I'm married. My, I, my shit is not magic. I'm, I'm married. Don't even put that on me. So many gay women, though. If dick was so magical, there would not be a lot of gay women. Do you think sometimes it's just the fact that you walk in with women finer than the dudes who are running the room and i've always felt that dudes got jealous because of that fact you know what i'm saying like you do you do you feel like that plays a bit in there i think i mean yeah i just think that's just a male and their problems with their self-esteem but i don't think that has nothing to do Mm. with me either yeah a lot Mm -hmm. of things aren't personal so i don't really take them personal but i feel like Mm. comedy is definitely male dominated and they can find ways but i think that i get a pass somehow but the most would be like maybe getting kicked off the uh, lineup for a man. Maybe the most would be. Mm. Okay. I feel That's like fair. when men do say ignorant things, uh-huh. mm. I just, it's a look I make where I let it fall flat and then they're like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> like they don't pick it up and keep going. Yeah. I, you know, and I have the pleasure of working with Paris mm-hmm. doing shows and stuff. And 
your outlook on life has always been very positive. Like the line you just said, it's not personal. You seem like the type of person where if something don't go your way or shit don't go right, it's all right. How did you get to that space? I feel like I got let down a lot as a kid. So as an adult, I was like, oh, Shit. I know how this goes. <laughs> we don't I forget, know. comedians, we all had something fucked up. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, if my family let me down, like you as a stranger, you can't hurt me that bad. I've been hurt by people in the same house. Yes. <laughs> okay, you not liking me and I don't want to see you alive, that doesn't matter. I grew up with a sister who did not like me and we was next door to each other. So you not liking me as an adult, it's like, what does that mean to me? I don't, it doesn't matter. So on the other jobs that you've worked, give us, mm-hmm. give us one of these wild ones. You know, I'm not saying that you've ever stolen something from a job, Ooh. but you give me that vibe. You definitely give me a, I take an extra sweater when they out of season mm. and they supposed to get mailed <laughs> back to corporate. Kind you of know vibe. what? I did work at the cleaners once and I didn't take clothes, but I, if they left money in their pockets, I took that as a tip for me doing my job. And it always came around a time where I didn't get paid. So like I would find this $25. I'm like, well, this is payday on a Tuesday because I don't get paid the Friday. So I did take take the money out your pockets at the cleaners because why would you leave it? Is, you ever seen a fly outfit at, when you was cleaning? Like, I'm going to wear this shit and then bring it back. And wash it. Mm. Yeah, I, I wore like two blazers because this was in a slum economy. I wore like two blazers. What? They, they, <laughs> so they would have a checkout like on a Thursday, and I was like, all right, well, if I wear it on Wednesday, I can bring it back, store it in the load. We can wash that thing twice. <laughs> and you never feared them coming back early for this shit. No, no, I didn't have any fear because if they did, then you just have to make up a lie, put it on the manager, give them a little 10%. They'd be fine. Like, hey, it ain't, it ain't ready yet. We thought it was going to be ready, but you know. It's still at the plant. Yeah. That's I will blame everything on the plant. It's still at the plant. It'll be in tomorrow. I respect it. I respect I like it. That. Well, you know what, man? We got to low key rent the rubber. You got you to hang for just a, just a second longer because yes. I want to okay. know when you left the regular world to mm-hmm. do comedy full time. What did your folks say? Because I do think that stand-up comedians, you have a story to tell when it comes to remembering the time when you were the only person who believed in you. Mm-hmm. I think every comedian has that moment, and I want to hear yours and how you got through it. I think it might be something that'll help some folks out there. And um, We're going to bring Women's Week, Women's History Month home with Paris Sachet after yes. the break. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. 
Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Job fair. Bringing it home for Women's History Month. Yeah. Women's History Month is always brought to you by the wonderful, wonderful people at Sackleson State Community College. Now, Jacqueline, uh-huh. we all know how good the people of Sackleson State have been to us. Yes. Sackleson State. Real good. Um, I don't know if you knew this or not, Third. Ugly people comprise over 70% of the student body at most educational institutions, and exposure to ugly people. <laughs> I don't know why. Are you questioning the data? Exposure to ugly people releases a <laughs> serotonin on the brain called who shit goddamn. The release of who, who shit, goddamn shit goddamn damages <laughs> neural receptors that are associated with learning retention and retention of knowledge. This is empirical proof that if you stare at an ugly person long enough, it will make you dumb. <laughs> Sackleson who State Community goddamn. College has done something special and they've removed ugly people from the learning occasion. Every student that you encounter on the Sackleson campus is an eight or better. Submit your picture today and see if you're cute enough to be a part of the educational revolution. Sackleson State, you can get a 4.0, but not if you're a four. Visit them online, sacstate.com. JG, we're back in it. Yes. Um, Who do we have on the line now? We have Mary Sashay. You want me to do an introduction, but you've already done it. Okay, well, that's, I mean, y'all bonded in This is a whole Denver. new segment, but, you know, it's know, a whole new segment. I know, I know. I got to play the voice of God in Denver, and I got to introduce Paris, and she was so kind afterwards. She said, that was good, and then walked away. <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking with my comedian homies for this last, this last episode of Women's History Month. Paris, you know, we laughed a little bit earlier about you wearing other people's clothes out the back when they fit you. <laughs> is a solid scam that's a yeah. solid proper scam but as a comedian and you know and i don't want to get into so how did you get into comedy and just walk me through the days weeks months and years where you did not where no one else believed in you mm-hmm. and what were the tools that you were able to implement in your life to persevere that because you know this is a part of the show we talk about you know employment and being a better employer or the things that you can do to pivot into whatever it is you want to do it don't matter what you're trying to do there is a fear associated with changing jobs because you don't know if the shit's gonna work out even if you become a stripper there might be a stripper with bigger breasts might come in right after you and take your money (laughs) Uh, the last job before comedy i was working as a concierge um, really? and, and high end apartment buildings. Yeah. I worked for white people specifically. So I got to be in charge. So I really just stayed cause I got to, I got to tell white people no and tell them I lost their packages when I didn't just to see, just to see how they were at. I just nice. used to like to mess with them at nice. the desk just because they were like, can you get the manager? I'm like, I'm the manager for the day. Cause I worked for a temp agency. So I could never get fired cause I never worked for the company. I worked for the agency. So it was in those last days. Like I would work overnight shifts. I would do 11 to seven, sometimes stay from seven to three. And I would be writing jokes on the clock. Like I never really did work. I just Googled, watched comedy videos, watched movies and just wrote jokes. And it was in that time I was making money, but it wasn't enough. And I'd never forget my mother one day was like, I understand that you're trying to do this comedy thing, but we got bills. And I was like, oh, 
Like you can't just sponsor the bills until it work out. Like, like I know you believe in me, but why would you? Why would you look me in my eye and say that? And I'm about to go to an open mic for free. Like, why would you say that to me? Mm. So it was in that moment I felt like they knew I had the gift, but they like, there's no money with this mm. gift, and we got bills. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I just started picking up more hours, started doing more shows. But then my managers wouldn't let me leave work if I had a show. No. So it mm. got to the point where I was like. I'm just gonna leave. Yes. Like if y'all don't want to let me leave, this just like Kiana Dancy yes. where he found out you was doing television. Her boss saw her on television. Paris was like, "You got dreams out this motherfucker. <laughs> oh, you got to go, baby." And they fired her. Yeah, yeah, they let her go. Had a picture and everything. Fucked around, popped oh, up on wow. BET. <laughs> boss caught your BET. <laughs> you know, but you know, man. I gotta say, and again, I hate to sound as biased as I am. I, I go way back with Paris here, young. I'm always super proud of her. And one of the things that I remember, you remember the Tooth and Titties campaign? I do remember Tooth and Titties campaign. That's forever. Yeah, talk to them about, about that. Cause like you, she comes off a little tough if you want to, but she's sweet in the mug. But like, I know you don't play <laughs> with Paris, young. And I've watched her overcome some t- some powerful stuff and, and still just shine. Like those two things that I know a lot of people do. But when I do. first met you, you're just a sweetheart. I am nice to people, though. The problem is people come in with the idea that I'm not nice. Uh-huh. So then you'll get yeah. that side because that's the idea that you had. But it's not that I'm not mm. nice. I'm just, I'm serious. I don't like to beat around the bush because I, I feel like people just yeah. waste a lot of time mm. when they really know what they want up front. Okay. So, so mm-hmm. um, Teeth and Titties campaign, yes. what, what was this about? A major serious incident with uh, another guy having low self-esteem. I don't know why. So many fragile guys walking around and some it's of them ridiculous. don't fragile believe guys, that you can turn them down because their ego is so big. It's mm-hmm. like, you can't say no, but that's crazy if men think, these specific type of men think that women can't say no. And I said no, and then it ended up in a like a major shove. This is during my heel day. So I had like six inch heels mm. on. You're kidding. Like a major shove from the back. Broke my tooth. Broke my nose. No. Had a concussion. It was really bad. All this and all this. And you bad. know the bad things about comedians is even in our darkest times, we have to find laughter. So I felt yeah. like it would have been worse if my titties didn't save me. <laughs> I feel like all of that, but my titties <laughs> came out like airbags and they really protected <laughs> How ruined for, I could for be. For the listeners, what what you got? Double D's? I don't know. Yeah, sizes. these are double D's. These are double D's. They pop oh, out like good. airbags and like yeah, yeah you're pretty no, good. No, they're strong too. They're strong double D's. I ain't yeah, mad they, at them. They, they firm. They're they good. Started. Like they protect. Like they soft enough, but they still right. protect. So I feel like they uh, saved. Respectfully, respectfully. So yeah, mm. I, I feel like they saved me. So after that, then I went on a teeth and tennis campaign because my front tooth was chipped. It was broke. I never had a chip tooth, so I didn't even know what to do with it. But I still was trying mm. to find out a way because my mother, she's so motivational and she's happy all the time. So she was like, you're still beautiful looking in the oh. mirror. And I'm like, I'm trying to find the beauty. And then that made me start Googling women with chipped teeth in the entertainment industry. And there's none. Hmm. <laughs> there's no women with chipped teeth like mm. smiling. The only person when I Googled it, Nas popped up. <laughs> yeah. oh, so yeah. I'm in the house trying to find Fabulous. my... Rapper Fabulous, fabulous too, yeah. but he fixed uh, it. Old, old two short pictures. Yeah. Old two short pictures, maybe. See, look at all the people y'all name. So I'm in the mirror trying to find the resemblance of how to feel good like Nas. I'm like, this isn't, I have to get my teeth fixed. And that's when I figured out how expensive teeth was. Mm-hmm. Because for two teeth, it was $12,000. Just two. Yep. Yeah. 
So uh, we went through all yeah. that, and a lot of women reached out afterwards. So I went like on this motivational speaking journey situation. I still do it from time to time, but it was just overall to just show people like we're stronger than we think we are. And it's unfortunate that we have to be put in situations to show our strength. You shined. You were so good when you were doing that shit. I was, again, I say it too much, but hella proud of you. You shined during that whole, I remember it very vividly. And it was impressive to watch you deal with something as, as heinous as that, but you were so, so classy with it. You know what I'm saying? I think you really did push a lot of folks to keep going, man. I, I, I'm always going to remember that about you. Thank you. One of my favorite things I ever see you do. Straight well, up. If you want to see what Paris does, you can holler at her comedy special on Epic's Unprotected Sets, which was produced by Wanda yes, Sykes. Yes. Her debut comedy album, My Honest Ignorance, is available streaming every goddamn where. She done been all over the Comedy Centrals. You done seen her with Sam J on Paul's on HBO. She done ran with Michael Che and Dick Gregory and Wanda Sykes and Lil Rail and yours truly, Paris. God damn it, I love you. Yes, thank you, I love you too. You is women's. (laughs) And I can't think of a better person to have ended this Women's History Month journey on because you are a tale of perseverance and positivity and still making sure that you stay focused on your goals and your dreams no matter what shit might befall you as a women's and when I say I love you and I appreciate you I mean it and I can't wait to see what you do next and I can't wait to speak to you at a comedy club and then have your security guard choke me oh up and get the fuck away from Paris. I'm gonna say no, that's Roy, that's Roy. I know, I know. I, that's my guy. <laughs> Let him go. I got you, Roy. Give me a second. He doesn't listen. Give me a second. <laughs> uh, where can people find you online, homie? They can follow me at on everything at Paris Sachet, P A R I S S A S H A Y. All right. Your IG need to come with a warning, though. You know that. Y'all need to put that out. Your IG be off the you chain. Are she oh. is as reckless as Rod. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. And maybe next time we'll have her and Rod on together, but we'll let you go. Thank you so much, homie. Okay. Thank you. That's the show. We did it. Yes. We did it, Jack. Uh-huh. An entire month of women guests. Yes. I have to give a shout out to our wonderful Booker Hayat. Yes. I have to give a shout yes. out to Down South Georgia Girl. Yes. I have to give a shout out yes. to our other producer, Tiara. Yes. Third, thank you, JG. I have to give a shout out to you. Thank you. You as women's. But wait a minute. We have to thank you, Roy. I know you don't like it, but All we're going to do it anyway. All day. We thank you because you were the person sure. who said, let's do this. All women. All That's month right. long, find them. Whatever they want to talk about, get them here. Those are your exact words. I listen to staff me. Number one, take exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, does this mean that we could make Roy Cody's most outstanding employee of the week? Employee yes, of the ma'am. month. Ah, <laughs> ah, yeah. Congratulations, <laughs> Roy. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. I'll take it. <sighs> Roy's Job Fair is a product of Paramount, iHeartMedia, South Park and Princeton Productions, and Comedy Central. Yes. Next week, we got to get some goddamn men back on this show. <laughs> yeah. Enough of this shit. We got to get some men back.
get some testosterone. Bring the two next week. Week. Like three wrestlers next week. Let's just book. Right. Wait a minute. Three wrestlers and bodybuilders <laughs> that are not from Chicago. Please, because yeah. I'll um, do That'll work out. Uh, You're going to stop all that Chicago slander. You, I know people from Chicago. Lori Lightfoot going to show up in your dreams on And Stone. then we're going to talk about concealer. But go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to see if we can get legal to clear us putting all the Women's Week songs into one special mixtape that we'll just post here in the feed later this week. People would love that. But with that side, we got to hit them one more again with that final Women's Week. So we'll just put a bitly at the end of this. I don't know. Here we go. Man, I was coming out the Walgreens the other night, man, picking me up my prescription, some Bengay, some Doritos. And I look across the street, man, I seen this gorgeous woman, briefcase, cell phone, had one of them spaceship cars, that Tesla. I, it was two in the morning, but I couldn't resist saying something to her. I had to, I had to say something. That's what I said. I seen a lady walking on down the street. Looked so successful. I knew that we had to meet. Yelled out hello. She started walking faster. I started running too, because I had to catch her. She was running too quick. Man, that girl was gone. She got in the car, I got in the cab, and I followed her to her home. I know you're a little nervous, Miss Lady, but I just wanted to just tell you Happy Women's Month. I said, hey, pretty lady. Pretty lady. I'm outside in your bushes. Come outside so we can show you some love. I said, hey, pretty lady. Sweet mama. I'm outside in your bushes. Police coming. Hide under the car. She's a W-I-M-M-M-E-N. She's a W-I-M-M-M-E-N. And I'm in your bushes. I'm in your bushes. Just want to show some love. And that's where's my hood. Left your work ID on the front seat. Now I know your place of employment. Got your Instagram too. Please don't block us. She's a W-I-M-M-M-E-N. She's a W-I-M-M-M-E-N. Let's roll, fellas. For my wife, wonder where I'm at. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com.